Thank you for joining us on Behind the Scenes at the Hanover Theater. This is Sarah Garofalo, and today I'm joined by somebody that's not totally new to the Hanover Theater as a whole, but new to our organization's staff. I am here with Perry Sylvester. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining me today. Um, I wanted to talk to you today because, like I said, you're one of our newest members on our staff. So could you introduce yourself to our audiences and tell us a little bit about your new role? Sure. My name is Perry Sylvester. I've been in Worcester for over a decade now. I went to Clark University and just kind of ended up sticking around and... I've been involved in the local art scene. I was running my own jewelry and metalsmithing business for a while. And uh, about a year and a couple months ago, I started getting involved in plays at the Brick Box and the Hanover. And one thing led to another. I was doing, I did a little bit of everything this past year, but it kind of became obvious that the theater needed more wardrobe help. Um, and they were like, can you sew? I'm like, yes, I can <laughs> sew. And then uh, here I am filling this need to manage costumes and wardrobe for all the shows that we produce here. And I've got an amazing costume closet stock that I'm going to have to organize and sort <laughs> And I'm currently designing for Rock of Ages, so I'm going to be doing a little bit of everything in the costume world. Um, I'll be helping with the wardrobe for Nutcracker and Christmas Carol as well. So I'm just so excited and honored to be here. Oh, that is so cool. We were talking a little bit before we started recording, and I am just blown away with your job. Like, it sounds so cool. And... Um, I know that you had a lot to do with the most recent THT rep season. Um, I think I saw your name in almost every show, right? Every show? Yeah, almost. I didn't, not on the um, smaller shows. I didn't help out with Poe or Judith. Mm -hmm. I did watch both of those. Yes, of, co but, of course. Yeah, all, um, all the big ones. Was there for. Yeah, super cool. And I mean, the costumes were really, really cool. For those shows and I'm sure that it was uh, really fun to find like period pieces for um, like Macbeth and um, the Crucible right like finding those kind of costume pieces must be really fun so um, can you go into detail a little bit more about like how you go about finding these costumes and like your research process and things like that yeah sure so Jess Beyer was the costume designer for Macbeth, and I learned a ton from her about resourcing and designing, and that was really fun because we got to work in the steampunk kind of post-apocalyptic setting, and so that was all black with metal. Um, so that's it's kind of fun to have these restrictions that you have to choose and work from. Um, so she had access to a couple different professional costume closets and she pulled a ton of pieces from there whereas um and I think that was even before all of the boxes were unpacked so I got to be the first person to dive into the whole costume stock that we bought from Westboro Player Society um and I just kind of am slowly making my way through there mm -hmm. so for the crucible that 
like you said, was very period piece and a lot of fun to design. I, I mean, again, that was, that was a, a stage reading. So Livy, the director was like, Oh, just, just make them look just a little bit dressed up, but like, Oh, I can't just do a little bit. It was so it was hard for me to pull back from that one. Yeah, those are really fun costumes. And, and now that you mention like the Macbeth pieces, I'm thinking about like the witches in particular that had these like spooky black costumes with the, the like steampunk goggles and they just looked so fun. And um, so like, where do you find these things? Like, where do you where do you get the inspiration for these things too? Right. It's all about sourcing. You kind of have to pick from a bunch of different places so now that the boxes are opened, um, just kind of have to dig through and pick up. I mean, my process at least is choosing a bunch of different things that could possibly work in this time frame. So I'm going to look at fabrics and silhouettes and colors and just have a bunch to choose from. And then it kind of comes down to who, what's going to fit which person and what makes sense for their character. Um, I think it's always helpful to be familiar with the personalities of the characters and then kind of using different cuts and colors and silhouettes to continue to tell the story. Um, like for example, in the crucible, I think I ended up doing all the younger girls in full dresses, but all the women characters in separate pieces, like a blouse and a skirt and an apron just to kind of like use a subtle distinct distinction between age that's so interesting. Like now I want to go back and look at pictures because like, oh my God, it's just so fascinating. You don't, um, you know, you, when you watch a show, you see all these, these costumes on stage and um, they all look perfect and, and they all have like fit the theme and they fit the characters. But I feel like you don't, you don't think about how much work goes into each single like costume on the person. Um, and that's, that's just so fascinating to me. Um, but you did mention the Rock of Ages, um, which is coming June 23rd to the, through the 25th. That is presented by our um, Conservatory Youth Acting Company. And so can you tell us a little bit about the show and what you're doing for that show? Yeah, sure. Thanks. So it is such so much work, of course, that goes into it. And that's what I love about this process is kind of looking at the teeny tiny details as well as how they come together as a whole because you want everything to look nice together and presentable and tell a story and stay on theme. So Rock of Ages has been a wicked fun theme to dive into. It's 80s rock and roll and takes place in LA. So it's a ton of denim and leather and black and metal and of course huge hair and makeup and all those great things um, and because it's the youth acting company it's me working on the costumes and the hair and the makeup so I just got a bunch of wigs delivered today Ooh. that I'm really excited <laughs> about and just trying to turn these kids into 80s rock stars that is so sick. I'm I'm really excited to see what you're putting together there. That sounds super fun. Um, like I said, that is June 23rd through the 25th. There are four performances and uh, tickets are $25. You can get that on our website, thehanovertheater.org. 
But I want to talk a little bit more about you. So um, you said that you studied at Clark. What did you study at Clark? And how did you, you know, like get into this field? I actually was a theater major at Clark. Um, I went into it thinking I was going to be a sociology major, um, but I started getting involved in the theater productions at Clark and um, I ended up not being able to tear myself away. So I decided to major in theater because I just couldn't stop spending time in the theater. And I never have done any acting. I have done pretty much everything behind the scenes. And I was really into sewing when I was a kid and a teenager. Um, like I, I tried to sew my own prom dress. I didn't end up wearing it because I'm a bit of a perfectionist and I just wasn't quite happy with how it turned <laughs> out. It wasn't adequate for the photos. So I did a lot of sewing and crafting when I was younger, but um, I guess there isn't a huge costume department in Clark. So I did pretty much everything besides costuming. Wow. Um, I did stage managing and light and set design and lots of prop making um, and producing. And that was so much fun. And I was working on any show I could. Um, I was also an entrepreneurship minor. So after I graduated, I ended up focusing more on the entrepreneurship aspect. And like I said, I started my own business and learned how to metalsmith and was doing that for a while. Very cool. Um, for those who don't know metalsmithing, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. So I love to work with mainly sterling silver and bronze, or excuse me, brass and copper as well. And I like to make things from scratch. So it's not really buying separate components and putting them together. It's more starting with flat sheet metal and different types of wires and then cutting them into shapes and making, for example, a ring requires a back plate and a ring band and then a cabochon, which is a shaped gemstone, and then kind of set the gemstone on the back plate and make a setting prong or bezel wire to hold it in place. And oh. it is a, a long detailed process, but <laughs> that's so beautiful. cool though. Like if you're, uh, I guess if you ever wanted like a specific ring, you could just whip one up. Uh, I did. Right. Oh, that's so fun. I love that. So I actually, for Macbeth, I made the crowns that you saw what? in that That's show. So, cool. so that was a great opportunity to bring my, my oh, passions together. Look at you, jack of all trades. So, I mean, it, it must be nice to have the job that you have and then those skills that sort of like, like you did for Macbeth that sort of, you know, work together and you can combine the two. So I think that's really fun. Um, but I want to talk more about your position. And so I know that you're uh, desk is downstairs in the uh, conservatory education department. So can you tell us a little bit about what it's like working down there and, um, you know, just the general, the general day-to-day -day, uh, things that you do in your job? Yeah, sure. So the education department is awesome and filled with a lot of other super talented people. I feel like everyone down there wears a bunch of different hats and 
we're all involved in several different projects and have a lot of passions and skills. So it's cool to be a part of that team and just been learning so far everything that goes on down there. Um, yeah, it's it's been new for me to be involved in meetings and um, in the whole office culture, but that's been a fun learning experience. And um, so I'll spend some time in the office catching up with people and planning out my day and always, always online shopping <laughs> seems to be involved. And I do a lot of pulling in the costume closet and um, a little bit of crafting as well as part of my day. And then I'm working a lot with the youth acting company, which are the invited talented teenagers who come together and put on three shows a year and I get to costume design for them now. So that's just one program out of so many that the education department works on. Um, and it's, yeah, it's very impressive to see everything that goes on there. Yeah. Um, if you've never come to see one of those shows put on by the youth acting company, you definitely have to um, come see one because they are unbelievably talented. Like these kids are young, but they're, they're so full of energy and they, they got all their lines down. They're so enthusiastic and yeah, it's, it's, really great that I think um, we have such a a great place like the conservatory to flourish these kids um, and their passions for the performing arts industry and you know like look at look at someone like you that um, had these passions like in college and I'm sure before that um, and you know like now you're now you're living it like you're working in it and uh, I would love for those kids to realize that their future holds something like that too you know absolutely it's yeah. such a dream come true and yeah I just love being able to encourage other people that's really sweet um so you said that you've been in Worcester for a while so how did you stumble upon um the Hanover Theater and THT rep so okay I like to tell this story and I like to blame my entrance into this whole scene on the curse of Macbeth which you've heard it you're not supposed to say the name right. of it when you're in a theater mm -hmm. and then if you if you do then bad things can happen mm -hmm. so the legend says um but just before that story starts I had been feeling this itch to get back into theater and uh, I started looking around and like oh like how can I get involved in local Worcester's theater scene like what is going on here um just because I was busy doing other things for a while but then I guess this was this was right at the end of the pandemic I say end but you know when mm -hmm. things were opening back up again so I I think there's a job posting that I found and I ended up reaching out to Livy and asking just to set up kind of an informational interview or get together and talk about opportunities um so I met with her and had a lunch and um, then about a week later I got a call because the youth production this was the youth acting company they were putting on Macbeth um, the stage manager had broken her leg and so they say someone had said the forbidden word on stage and then kind of a myriad of 
<laughs> things ended up going wrong. But because of that, they needed some last minute help. And I was, Livy was the director and I was fresh on her mind because we had just met. So she called me and asked me if I could help out. And I just ended up doing some PA work for them for a week or two supporting on the show but that's how I met everyone and then (laughs) one thing led to another I did some um, wardrobe running for a couple Broadway shows that came in and kept meeting more people and then I worked on the youth summer program and I did some scenery building for them Um, and then eventually they were like oh we want to give you this job (laughs) (laughs) that's so fun um that's really funny that you brought up the whole Macbeth curse because, I mean, me and Ashley like to say that we're we're technically next to the theater right now. So right. I think that we, I think that we, uh, like, just made it. But, yeah, um, most of the time we refer to it as, like, Mac or, like, when yes. it was... Um, when it was the youth acting company doing Macbeth, we were calling it uh, Yak Mac. Um, and then... Yeah, when when you guys when Tichi Rep did um, Macbeth, we were calling it Big Mac. Yeah, so <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, I'm still very cognizant of it, and anytime someone does say it, I'm like, oh, do I say something? Did do your I heart not? skip a beat a little bit? Yes, every time, every time. <laughs> but I, I mean, I figure this is an exception. We're on the air. We don't want to be so elusive that right, people don't right, even right. know what we're talking. No, about. yeah, I, we're in the offices. For those of you listening, we're yes. not we're not on the stage or anything. So Usually, think- I'm so superstitious though that I won't even say it if I'm talking to another theater person, even if we're so far away from the theater. <laughs> Yeah, we're. I feel like we're pretty good about it around here, but yeah, yeah, it's a little, it's a little stressful. You gotta it remember, is. you gotta like keep it in your and in your brain. It's hard that we put the show on twice because we just have to talk <laughs> about it so often. Right, exactly. Like even making social posts with Ashley, like, do we type the whole word? <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> we're sitting in a theater. Is typing safe? Yeah, right, exactly. Point. We're still saying it, I guess. Um, but yeah, we've got the, uh, we've got the ghost light in the theater too. Like we, we are definitely superstitious here at the Hanover Theater, I'd say. We, we take it seriously. Yeah. Have to. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you, you just mentioned a lot of things, um, that I want to go over a little bit. Um, I think you were talking about the, um, the Ye summer program. So can you tell us what it was like working with that since that uh, is happening pretty soon? We're entering summer and uh, they are doing Fiddler on the Roof this summer. So that's exciting. Indeed. Yeah, that was a lot of fun because it's kids of all ages. I mean, there's a children's program, but then there's the preteen and the teens. Mm-hmm. And there's two different session so lots of opportunities to participate and it's really special because we get to take over the entire Hanover main stage so such an incredible opportunity just to work be able to work on that every single day because so many incredibly talented and famous people have performed there over the years so um, that was really special for me just being able to feel and be a part of that energy and yeah, I just had like some late nights where I'd be working on the stage and just just me and an empty audience and maybe Aww. some of the theater ghosts, but yeah, it was really Mike. sweet. <laughs> yeah. Mike, is that his name? Yeah. Oh, so, okay, let me tell you about oh, Mike. Please. Um, so 
don't quote me on this because I might be getting the story wrong, but I believe that when the theater itself, like the building was being built like way back a hundred years ago, um, there was like a lighting fixture or something that fell on somebody and he passed away and his name was Mike. And um, so many people have encountered Mike over the years. And I don't know if you know Mark Steina, one of the house managers. Um, if you ever run into him, you need to ask him his encounter with Mike because um, everyone's, I don't even know it. I haven't had a chance to ask him, but I've just heard that like it sends chills up people's spines when they hear the story. So, okay, will yeah. do. So the light, the light's on for Mike in particular. Like he's a sassy guy. We respect Mike. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> um, but so I want to talk about what is coming next for you in your position and, um, you know, what you, what you foresee happening in the next few months with all these shows coming up. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, would love to. It's going to be a busy end of the year even. I think it's going to go by really quick. Um, Got to start preparing for Fiddler and I'm still looking for a couple costume interns if anyone out there has some sewing skills and wants to help me out this summer. And um, then we've got another Yak show in the fall and Nutcracker and Christmas Carol. And I also would love to be incorporating some costume classes into the curriculum because there's just so many amazing education department classes to choose from. So we have all these sewing machines and a fully stocked costume lab. So I'd love to share the gift of sewing and designing even fashion history with anyone who's interested. Oh my God, that's so cool. I would definitely take that class. Oh, awesome. So that would be really fun. Thank you. Um, I, I am actually really interested to hear about, so have you worked on Nutcracker and A Christmas Carol before or will this be your first time? I did Nutcracker last year, but I not Christmas Carol. Okay, well, I love the costumes for both of those shows. Um, the Nutcracker outfits are just gorgeous. And the Christmas Carol pieces are really fun and, like, really colorful. Um, And I I know it's probably one of the most, like, plain outfits in the show, but I love Scrooge's outfit at the end when he's wearing, like, the top hat and the red scarf. Um, I just think he looks really, really cool in that scene. Um, In July, we're having a little, like, holiday in July um festivity day on the 25th christmas in july and typically we'll have costumes out from the shows on little mannequins so if you want to come see those costumes they'll be on display at our christmas in july event um july 25th and yeah i think we we typically have like a fezzy wig costume out um sometimes we'll have a scrooge outfit out We'll have, like, the snow angel from the Nutcracker, which, like, just so gorgeous. Um, But so you also mentioned the um, costume assistant internship. So I also wanted to mention the other shows. I mean, the other um, positions that we have available on our website right now. We are always looking for customer service and sales associates. We're also looking for a customer sales uh, team leader. 
We're looking for facilities associates, um, an assistant concession, concessions manager, ballet instructors, and a modern dance instructor. And so you can find and read all about those on thehanovertheater.org forward slash careers. And yeah, you can uh, you can come hang out with me and Perry here at the Hanover Theater. Hey, join us. <laughs> But um, before we wrap up, I also wanted to quickly mention that we are about halfway through our THT rep match campaign. Um, any donations that are made to THT rep now until December 31st will be matched by the McDonough Foundation up to $1.5 million. Trying to turn that $1.5 million into $3 million and you can help fun shows like the entire THT rep season that Perry was a part of and um, many, many more shows will come out of. But do you have anything you want to add before we wrap up? Thanks for having me. And I'm super excited about this position and be a part of this amazing team and opportunity of the Hanover Theater and bringing theater to Worcester. Oh, that's so nice. Well, it's been wonderful to have you. Thank you very much for chatting with me today. And like I said, all of you can check out all of the exciting shows we have coming up this summer, especially the Rock of Ages Um from our youth acting company, which is June 23rd through the 25th. And um, check out our open positions on the hanovertheater.org forward slash careers. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I will see you next time on Behind the Scenes. <laughs>